she would have no. been four in October. She was three. Three. Almost three, that's right. She would have been three in October. And Fred was five. And Mark was five. Okay. And so then Fred and I had school. We had and lessons. Fred was five or six. Fred must have been six. school at the hospital. <laughs> He'd sit there and work on his lessons. But we weren't there that long. Maybe a, I can't remember how many days, but maybe a week before, or maybe ten days. Mm-hmm. And we were in a in a ward. There were four of us in the in the room. He had his own bed with all these women. <laughs> but he was a little boy. He was didn't think anything of it. And then. And was it um, the mission doctor, or who delivered? It was a, the mission doctor was a lady this time, Dr. Fitch. F-R-I- no, wait a minute. It was Dr. Heist. Dr. Heist, a man, yeah. Dr. Brown was on leave. H-E-I-S-T. H-E-I-S-T, that's right. And he was a mission doctor. Mission doctor. And, and no, everything was normal. Nothing. Do you remember the weight? I just want to be sure if, if we mentioned it for one, we mentioned the it for all so that everybody's <laughs> even. The last three were nine I'm from pounds. a big family. I know how this goes. <laughs> Do you really? Oh, yeah. Everybody's got to have the same. Yes, okay. <laughs> the the uh, most interesting part of his birth was, was how Fred responded. He, in, after he had his breakfast, he came to the room and baby was in the basket. He sat with his face. He, he was little and he just kept looking at him and looking at him and looking at him. He just couldn't get good looking at him. Uh, and how did you decide on his name? I don't know that we said that about everybody. Though. Sam, uh, well, I, Tom had quite a big part in naming Sam. How did Tom Sam, do that? T- Tom got a, a Elsie Egemeyer is a Bible Oh, Eggemeyer's Bible Story, yes, okay. Tom had an Eggemeyer's Bible ABC book, and uh, we read that a lot, and an S is for Samuel. Oh. And he wanted to name him Baby Samuel. Cute. So we called him Samuel John, and John was a name we gave him. Uh, I I don't remember anyone saying That's going to be cute. Samuel, he was the only one of all our children that was baptized at Omphali, at the church at Omphali. Oh. And uh, uh, he was baptized by Reverend Bergman. B-U-R-G-E-R-G-M-A-N-N. And I thought we should have one baby that had both of us as holding him, mm-hmm. so we were, we brought him 
that just of us two together. Always it was somebody else that held the baby. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah. So we've got Sam born now. So now he has six children. And that's 1956. Let me just double check that I know about the airstrip now. So it was at quite close after that that this whole thing happened where the pilot came over and took a look at your area. It was before that when he said, you never will we let a... Oh, long time, but you, this uh, super cub. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's right. Just at the time that Sam was born, the airstrip was open. So, so then when she came back... You came to the Onkali And I came to Onkali. But how did Fred get to be the first one... Because he came home before she did. Because it was only room for one passenger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he came within a couple of days, didn't he? Just a few days. Sam, Fred was, uh, this isn't for the record, he, he just, you know, he was, here I was with the baby, and he, and Sam okay. was the first baby for, that was brought back to all the ba- Okay. And he was baptized there. Uh-huh. So then a couple of days later, you and the baby came. Not a couple of days. I we stayed at least nine days in the hospital. They didn't let us go back before nine days. I don't think ever. And that's a good thing because I didn't get a chance to shop very often. But they would take care of the baby the day before I was going home, and I could go down to the mission store. And our mission store was very well stocked. We could get personal items, grocery items, all that sort of thing. And it was a real privilege. It was like a retail store and a wholesale. They had huge supplies. Quite, you could almost say huge supplies. And then again, that came off your budget, whatever you purchased there. Well, but the things we bought privately, that was out of our private account, too. We got tablecloths. They had nice English... uh, what a contrast to go back to Old Kauai with Bone China or whatever, right? Yeah, lace tablecloths. The <laughs> <laughs> paradox of life. It was, it was a good... So you haven't mentioned, though, when we moved into the permanent house. Have you? We'll, we'll have to do that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, then I came back. Oh, yes, and then I have these today. I... Uh, I guess when you live in a community, you know, you hear about things like we heard the Mission Store has these wonderful plastic dishes. They're, uh, what is the, that famous brand of? Uh, um, Nelmac or Nelmac, Nelmac. Nelmac. But this is by Branchell. <laughs> no, B-R-A-N-C-H-E-L-L. And it's, it had um, a service for eight. Two were gardenia color. Two were charcoal. Two were um, a lovely For eight, set four, four colors. White? That's the gardenia. Was oh. it was not? It was off white. Yeah. And two gardenia, two charcoal, two pink, one aqua, and two aqua. Everything two aqua. was two. You yeah, know, okay. it was a service for eight. Two of everything, and the the dinner plates. So I brought a set of those along home, and I have those today. <laughs> that was a special treasure. Spe- oh well, you know, it was really just something new. We were yeah. so thrilled. Unbreakable. They had had such such ugly plastic 
dishes that they could supply us. And this was a nice, well, I out in a in a forty four gallon room at Fred's house. Oh. I'm gonna when when I'm gone then this is gonna be marked for for Mark for for Sam. It's as old as he is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he'd ever really want it, but maybe by that time might be valuable. Yeah, it's Royale by Branchell or someplace. But yeah, here it says Branchell. But the, the, this is the other plastic was so porous. Uh huh. And it be stained. Food, yeah. food got into it, yeah. and, and this was nice and fine. Yeah. <laughs> but little things mean a lot. Yeah, and in, the, in those years, the Mission Supply House started to get uh, um, things like marshmallows. We could never get marshmallows. Cake mixes, Betty Crocker ah, cake mixes. Yeah. Crisco, uh, Miracle Whip. Cranberries. Oh, we had cranberries at Christmas finally. <laughs> and, uh, I'm beginning, beginning to feel like home. I mean, <laughs> getting that stuff. Yeah, it started that. Way. And pizza, we used to get. Uh, what is it? Boyardee. Chef Boyardee pizzas, yes. Then I learned how to make pizza crust. So now, all during this time, the children are going to school at boarding school, and then you take your vacation and spend time with them. And it was a big occasion when they came home from school at the end of their term. What would happen on that day when they came home? They well, flew in on the plane. They did not. The, the Mary and Tom flew to Aga on the plane, and then they had to come overland. I haven't mentioned. I got a motorcycle when I was in '56, I think. So um, a couple, a couple of times I drove in, got them on the motorcycle, didn't I? Yeah, I had two kids on the motorcycle. That was fun, I bet. <laughs> but let's talk about when they'd come home and oh, how you'd make that an occasion. Did it continue that only one passenger could be on those planes that no. landed on that airstrip, or did that change? That changed fairly soon when, when the Cessnas could land and they carried five or six passengers. Okay. But the first first time they came home from school, they came over. They came from Aga. I can remember they were coming, and of course they. they the little ones were so excited. Yeah. They did all sorts of funny things like hiding behind the door. And it was a it was a big occasion, and we tried to have all the things that they like to eat and cookies and and. Uh, what were some of the things that you'd have special for them? Oh, what would we, what could we think of? Well, cinnamon rolls for one thing they liked, and and uh, we have plain white cookies they liked. Have their 
tent and you know just just the welcoming and right and, all and the this. excitement yeah that's um, a, sometimes they were a little bit shy about, about their old friends too weren't they uh, from the village yeah. oh yeah they were shy even even a little bit shy your that. children were yeah yeah sure it, uh, it bothered them to have to shake hands with everybody, you know. Oh, was that part of the routine? Well, not, not that they really made a line, but a lot of them would come out to greet them, and of course they sh had to shake hands. And not this kind of shaking. No, no this kind of shaking. Yeah, shaking hands. And, yeah. and so they very soon learned that. And they were so glad they, you know, uh, oh, Tommy, oh, Tommy, and things like that. Um, and it took them a little while to sort of, I mean, home was a lot different than school, and uh, they always had the same beds, so they knew where their beds were, but uh, <coughs> they kind of, I can remember more that, that, uh, that Mary was, it took a little while before she would sort of feel like she was home again. I felt that she was a little... Uh, Would they write letters? That was the question I wanted oh. to ask. Oh, yeah, that's a big okay. thing. How it, did that go? They were... I guess we have to take our hats off to the matrons. The matrons got the children together and, and helped them write letters every week. Every week? Every week, yeah. Sunday afternoon, wasn't yeah. it? Consequently, our kids have always been to write letters to us it held just held over they don't write and then every you week. wrote back to them I'm oh, assuming yeah. oh yeah do you have any of those letters I think I have almost everyone we should put a smattering of those in for the memorabilia I think that'd I'll be look, so sweet I'll look and see some you of can them find tell, a special one. tell how lonesome they are I can't yeah. put those in <laughs> <laughs> well maybe but, we can put a lonesome one and a happy one or something Lois you know? wrote she was the one that stayed home, you know, till she was in third grade, and and so she was the most lonesome of all. And she sent a letter one time, and right in one corner was a big splatter of the ink. Oh. She said, "That's my my tears." How <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet! <laughs> oh. uh, but uh, she she was home so long. We we didn't. I suppose we should have worried more about her than we did about Mary, but, uh, uh, you know, you, Mary was, she had to, she had to be the one. She had to plow the way. <laughs> the oldest she one. wasn't the youngest. Tom was younger. Than he Tom, said. well, the reason we, there too now, Tom, we could have kept him home and had homeschooling, but we thought how lonesome he, she would be. Without him. And other mission families did that too. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense together. Sure. And the one thing that was a disadvantage for Mary and Tom was that we had this Ega assignment. And it was just hard to to, to cope with to, to do everything we should have done for them when they were first at Wall. Oh, because you said you went with them to get them settled. Yeah, and then I came back. But it took we had to send our mail from home to live by runner. Ega, and then when when you were there at Ega for the first few months. Yeah, then I could send the letters right from Ega, 
But we, another... Oh, I see, because it was like another trip till you could get to the place where you could send the letters off. Yeah. And it was really important to send parcels to the children away at school. What did you send them? Oh, we dried bananas, and we had uh, sometimes we would make cookies and uh, uh, peanuts. Peanuts, yeah, those were the main items: dried bananas, cookies, and just peanuts. so they'd be getting something from home. Just so they get something, because it's just like the soldiers. You know, you read about the one that went to get the, everybody no got mail, and the one didn't get any. Yeah. Well, that's the way there was a truck that we could send the stuff out to Medang. It would go on the ship to Lay, and it would go on a truck up to Wow. <laughs> and when the Bedford, that's the truck, when the Bedford came, everybody stood there waiting for their parcel. Uh, and then if you didn't get a parcel, you know, it was too bad. Exactly, you know? and, and I, I really want for us to be able to emphasize those kinds of things, the, mm -hmm. the effort that it took for you to maintain those bonds. Yeah, we, we tried. The kids are old enough now to get that, you know. That's yeah, hard yeah. work. Well, it's uh, yeah, it takes effort. Now, <coughs> we've got Sammy born. Now, who's the next one? Lois. Lois was the last.
Department of Civil Aviation, DCA, take it or leave it. This is from Australia now? Yeah. This is at Oakland. Yeah. yeah. What? It's changed. Yeah. Yeah. Over, um, and you're talking 1959? 58. 58. There were uh, these three men. How long were they there? They didn't stay in our house. No, they stayed in, guest, in the guest room, but they ate and I cooked for them and they ate with us. So they were the ones that enlarged the airstrip. Yeah. Did they come in with equipment then? Not much. Shovels and stuff. But they got a labor line. <laughs> we never had a, a, a tractor working on our airport, did we? No, I don't think so. Okay. But they lengthened it, and, and then bigger, bigger planes landed after that. And after, uh, after they... Oh yeah, she, uh, her god, uh, when she was, I wanted to, yeah, her godmother was a, a deaconess from the hospital where I had my nurses training, and her name was Clara. That's how she got that name, yeah. And, and Sister Clara, she was, and Clara, and so that's when she got the name. I thought, if it were now, I would have said Clara, but in, in those days, you know, Thank you. He did it by absentia. Actually, that was kind of interesting too, because uh, 
this lady that did hold her was a deaconess too, but not, not oh. the right one. <laughs> and her the the godmother's name was Clara Fremen. Fremen or Fremen? F R E M M I N G. I think we've got her in the other part of the book, don't we? No, that name not, station has not no? been okay. in there yet. All right. And uh, it, 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 she did see. No, Lois never did see her. She was killed in a car accident um, before we got back on furlough again. So Lois never, but she used to write to Lois. And um, so now we have all the kids born, and it's 1958, and we've got the airstrip enlarged. And they went to. Uh, Is that when you took the long furlough? No, they took. Whatever. Went to Wall when she was just um, two months old. Yeah. She was baptized at Wall. So oh. We mentioned so we, that. I guess we mentioned it, but we didn't have it in the authority. She was baptized there at Wall. Why was she baptized at Wall? Because we were there and the kids were there. No, we just, were there because we wanted the children to be with at present at her baptism. That's it. Okay, so you took your vacation where the children were at school. Yeah. Uh -huh. I got it. Yeah. And brought the baby with so they could see Lois, mm -hmm. and yeah. then you had her baptized there at the same time. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, and now I'm all finished. Together. That's why we 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 didn't always go in the same month because yeah. we had these depends. Children, you see. Okay. <coughs> well, uh, the next, I suppose, would be uh, the, 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 well, the, the first ship, uh, put in there. They moved into this new house that's way back in '50, before we went on our first furlough. That's when the, oh. the new house was finished. It was a building for quite a. Or Collecting the building material for a few years, and then finally, and and there's a picture in the book of that now, the new house. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. We we lived in the bush house for five years. The bush house was 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 was, was pretty comfortable, yeah, was, really. Though <laughs> we finally got board floors in the whole house, the whole house. So you moved in the new house before you went on first furlough. Yeah. I think it was right at Christmas time, 52. And when we, when we moved in, before we moved in, we met anybody that, um, well, we should say here, it was not customary that we invited everybody in right. our house. If the, if the teachers or the pastor or someone like that, we might invite them in. And nobody ever just walked in our house ever, I don't think. But when we were, they had worked so much on this house, so many of them, they'd sawn all that lumber, you know, and, and really worked on it. And sadly to say, many of those that were sawing men have died. Mm -hmm. But anyway, we let them come in and walk. Like an open house. Open yeah. house. We didn't serve tea and biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> but we just let them go. It was funny, too, you know, because these... Um, the boys that had worked in the kitchen, they were like watch 
guides. Yeah, oh. they were like watching now. Don't touch this, you know, don't touch that. And <laughs> we didn't watch them. We just let them look it over, the whole thing. And they could tell the where was the, the kitchen. And You want to, uh, to? Do you want us to tell about Christmases at Oncoli? Would that be? Well, let's take a little bit of Christmas at Oncoli. Now we're, it's twelve o'clock. Are you getting tired out? Not, not falling over. year they didn't do these things but after we were established they'd have a dramatic the kids would? no the the village we lived right with teachers and school boys and pastors and and they took care of the christmas program and uh, they would have a, a, a drama the, the light the birth of jesus or the donkey carrying mary or one time they had a head that one guy put under his arm a, a donkey's head and then they walked along <laughs> they had good ideas and then when we looked over 
church, and they had the church decorated so lavishly with the flowers and branches, pine branches and flowers, and then and we had a supply of candles finally, and and then and then the people would come and they carried the they brought their torches. Uh, Now the torches consist of kerosene. No, no. Piece of wood. It was wood. There was wood. They were. Do <coughs> you think they were pitted too? Well, but then some were just a piece of firewood that would be um, black. There's a little heat in it, and then when the service is over, then they blow it and light it up. Uh, and some would have probably. Uh, So they, they paint the church with it lit? Uh, it would be, no, it would be just burning. Just dusk when they came. Okay. But then when they went, then it would be really dark. And, and as they left, what? Then they would walk off with their lighted torches. And we were uh, on a slope, you know, you could see many villages. And all, all through the valley, you could see these processions. Beautiful. Oh. Yeah. Or they're at Suwa. <laughs> Beautiful. And then we would then we would go home. We would the first year I didn't or the second even I didn't catch on to this. But after that I would plan to have something. Mostly I made chili soup, and we'd have have uh, chili soup and fresh buns, and then a dessert that uh, that evening. That evening, so we'd get through quickly because the. Christmas Eve service started early. Then we'd go over to church, and after church was finished, we'd come home, and then we always had a Christmas Eve service in English. We would sing Christmas carols, and Roland would read the Christmas story, and, and uh, it, was, it was always an English service. <laughs> and you know how, how kids are sitting looking at the presents we had? Yeah, <laughs> right. And were they wrapped? Oh yes, we we never we were always careful with the gift wrap. We never tore open 